You're listening to a pod of Mass and Methods. some Farrah doing instead of some Farrah don'ting oh boy (laughs) things are about to really get Mm -hmm. real here um I will say I thought long and hard about this magic question and the only scene I could think of in a movie is in the first Aladdin when the genie um puts the spell on Jasmine to fall in love with Jafar and she pretends it works but it doesn't work Mm. because you can't make someone fall in love right in her like sultry red bikini Right. I didn't think about that, but I did think of an alternate title for last week. Sure. Instead of my just a little info dump sesh with Alice, I thought it could have been the first rule of the blight is we don't talk about the blight. Ah, <laughs> oh, missed opportunity. That so I had to share it. I had I to like share I it. said that out loud. Did I say that? Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Our brains are so intertwined <laughs> at this point. Hi, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to a pod of Mass and Methods. Mass and Methods. I, I couldn't say that last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, you really struggled. You really struggled, but I'm here to pull through for everyone. I a hero. I am Allie. I am a mass-averse super van, a mass head. I love her. I love her work. I think she's great. I love the fan theories. I love the fan art. I think you're all fantastic. And um, I like reading... Fantasy, romance, bodice rippers, and young adult fiction that is not bodice ripping. And I'm Marjorie. Um, I'm a librarian. I'm a writer. I'm a huge reader, but I am a massive newbie, uh, brand new. So these are my genuine reactions and speculations all the way through. Love and it. we're sisters. Sister, sister. She's green. She's green to this, but she's a, not a novice at being a sister. That's been no. her whole life. A whole life. Yeah, not yours, though. No, you've no, been wait, 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 no, no, wait. You have been a sister your whole life. You have an older brother. Oh, yeah, but not yeah. a sister to a sister. Yeah, it's different. I've been a sister to a brother. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's not the same. It's, it's one's better than the other. Right. Let's be honest. <laughs> so this week, this is week <laughs> eight, we were reading chapters 33 through 36. So mm-hmm. let's do this five sentence summary. Now, I think I get to start with the Yeah, you sentence. start this time. Okay, okay. Um, now I'm trying to remember where we started exactly. Okay, okay. So, Alice gives rules for, to, for how Feyre should sneak into Fairyland, and Feyre immediately gets caught. <laughs> she is confronted by a large group of fairies in a throne room. Including the most important of them, Amarantha, who connives her into doing a deal. Feyre is spending a lot of time in a dungeon. And then she fights a worm in a maze. The, the end. end. That was perfect. We, we kind of did it that I time. I loved it. I loved it. Okay. So chapter 33. Let's talk about titles. Okay. 
My title is kind of just a family joke. And okay. it is, really? That's your plan? <laughs> <laughs> Mine was three simple rules for going under the mountain. Mm. Kind of playing off the eight simple rules for getting my teenage daughter. Yeah. Love it. Mind. Everybody going will get yours. Nobody reference. will get mine. Mine's about being a sister to a brother. So. Yeah. Okay. I'm the summary for chapter 33. And it's a very simple summary. Mm-hmm. Alice takes Feyre to the mountain. She, Farah, has a ton of internal conflict. Alice gives her some advice, and then she immediately gets caught. Yeah. And that is really this chapter. I got to say, this is also the intro to be like, for me, to be like, this is the fairyland I was kind of hoping for. Yeah, really? Like, like the scary, the, the, the weird scary, ones, the wild ones. The conniving, the like, here's a cave. I know it doesn't seem like it goes there, but all these weird caves go under the mountain. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I love that, like, Alice in Wonderland nonsense magic jargon. Give yeah. it to me. It is perfect. I mean, let's talk about the things, I guess, that... Alice is telling her, first off, it's like a whole day away, but Farah had looked at that map and it's like, it must be much farther. But I love your like weird maze, um, Alice in Wonderland comment because wrinkle in to fairyland time. time, wormhole. It's a wormhole, not to put the pun on the worm that we see later. Mm-hmm. But this mountain used to be a sacred mountain, so all the courts had to get to it. Mm-hmm. And Amarantha has defiled it and is now using it as caves for her cronies to get where they need to go. Yeah. So that's how all these bad guys have been getting in and out mm-hmm. of the spring court. Now we know that. We didn't know that before. Right. Uh, I absolutely love that. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, we have Alice's advice. No wine. No deals. Trust no one. This is how I wrote it down. Trust no one. Yeah. And we also get that there's one more part of the curse. Right. So, yeah, I, the three I, re- I said, don't drink, don't make deals, don't follow your senses, which is, like, so hard to do as a human. Like, if you see something, I guess Feyre has gotten used to tasting the tang of magic, so maybe mm-hmm. that's going to be helpful. I don't know, but it seems like your senses are all you should trust, especially like as a hunter. all you have. (laughs) Like what you see, what you hear, what you feel. Trust your brain. Also, (laughs) don't trust what you see and don't trust what you hear. Yeah. And don't trust what you feel. And And don't don't get drunk to cope with it all. Don't trust what you think. (laughs) But what if you, your senses are telling you to not drink the wine? Does that mean you should drink the wine? I see. That's what I'm trying to know. I don't know. This is very harder. Like, like what ends up happening is like, she has to make a deal to save her own life. Mm -hmm. Um, very crazy. And, and I mean, okay. Farah says this thing in parting to Alice, like go, if something happens, Go to my sister with your nephews. She will save you. You think Nesta is going to take Absolutely this dark-skinned not. fairy and her two nephews in? Yeah. No. 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 no that's not. No. I didn't. I didn't. I was like, that's that's a little. That's not true. A little delusional. Nesta was like. Cool I kind last of. Chapter, I kind no of feel like Alice could handle herself better than Nesta could be helpful. Also. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like Alice is a pretty tough broad and Nesta's just, like, stubborn. Like, mm-hmm. there's a difference. Mm-hmm. There's One is, one one involves survival skills. Right, right. <laughs> Alice has survived a lot more. I was like, that's an absolutely insane thing. Um, yeah. Also, I loved when Feyre said thank you and Alice was like, it's a rare day indeed when somebody thanks you for bringing them to their death. And this made me think about, so as a teacher... When I hand out tests, there's always that one or two polite kids that just says thank you on instinct. And I'm always like, you're really thanking me for giving you yeah. a test? 
you can you can yeah next time you can say that it's like it's a rare thing to have someone who thanks me for bringing them to the, the death, death. And they'll be like Whoa, what are you talking about they'll be like miss greenwood threatened my life yeah um absolutely crazy i but i did like that alice said that because i think Feyre is trying to be polite and alice mm-hmm. is like don't thank me yet bitch you are it, what did she say it'll be uh it'll you'll be lucky if she gives you a clean death i think she said oh yeah at some point. yeah like yeah, yeah, that yeah. is scary torture is scary nobody likes being tortured yeah it's like yeah it's what's a fate worse than death being tortured to death basically right. yeah that's that's yeah. that's it that's the answer yes exactly <laughs> uh um i can't believe she has absolutely zero plan I mean, she doesn't know what's there. You can't have a plan. Where's her? I mean, she needs to do some reconnaissance. Like, what are we doing here? I mean, I think that would be her original plan. But like, as soon as she gets in, she gets snatched. Yeah, but it's like, what? Alice, what the layout is. I didn't expect. Yeah, I feel like Alice could have given more intel, maybe. Like, because I mean, it, or it you used could to be a holy mountain. Maybe Alice used to go to church maybe, there or something. Yeah, maybe Alice used to go there. But and and then you, even if you wanted to have it that Farah has to go in blind. Like, on a storytelling standpoint, maybe she asks Alice, and Alice is like, the magic has been so, like, or Amarantha's protections have done blah, 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 so I can't give you any insight. Or maybe she's bastardized it so much it doesn't look it, like it doesn't it used to. It doesn't look like it used to, or it's an, another part, I can't talk about it because of the curse, and then at least you know, I really don't know what I'm walking into, right, and I, I mean, tried to get info. Alice was there... 49 years ago at a masquerade ball so don't tell me she doesn't know what it looks like right right so that's what i'm saying like yeah, you could have come asked. up with a narrative excuse okay. to make Farah have to go in blind or if she had some sort of plan it just effed up right away right like you're like oh you know i mean 13 seconds she's in there yeah i did not expect for her to be captured so soon <laughs> i frankly thought there's gonna be a little sneaking around some no, like close calls no, before like we gotta avoid amber at the and her cronies and then Nope, right away. I like I it like... because Feyre goes in and she's like, I'm a hunter, I'm a sneaker, I'm a hunter. And then she's like, I'm a doe in a clearing. I know. <laughs> she like immediately shifts. I love that line. <laughs> it was so good. I just, I thought this whole thing was great. In terms of characters, we've already met the Adder. We met him invisibly, though. He yes. was invisible. Or Feyre was invisible. He was invisible, too, to her. Oh, right, right, right. So here's what I'm wondering. Because the adder comes up a lot in the coming coming books, they say the adder. Is there one of him, I don't or know. is he I a species? Assume, like I don't, I didn't know what that mean when I saw it capitalized earlier in the book. I'm like, is that like a position? Is that like the messenger? Is he like, the what's king the adder? adder? He's so like, scary the looking. Adder? I don't, I don't know. He's oh. got like the big bat ears and like the goat teeth and like the wings. He's like a gargoyle. Yes. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds a me of in Fantasia, the big devil thing standing mm. on top of the mountain. Like at the Satan? End. Yeah, Satan. Yeah. Batter. <laughs> Batter. I, I tried to look it up last time and this time and I can't find like I, mythological I, I looked it up. I looked up the adder because I was like, is this a position in court? Because that's right. why when they said the adder, I didn't mm. think it's a specific and I'm sorry, folks, if we're being real Baltimore and just saying like adder with like two D's instead of two T's, but this is how this is how it goes around down here in the Baltimore. Adder. The adder. The adder. The adder. The adder. Thank you. The adder. You know, it's um, fine. Yeah, I like thought that meant it was like a position. Yeah. Also, Sarah's from Pennsylvania, so she would say it like that. I don't know. 
I think so. They they railed me pretty hard in Pennsylvania with my accent in college. Really? Yeah. The atoll. Really I'll say it like that from now on, so you know. Adder. Uh. Yeah. But I they say crick up there, so what do they have that yeah. we don't? <laughs> Cricks, apparently. Cricks. Um, <laughs> I was told there's a difference between a creek and a crick, and I'm like, well, there isn't, so you're wrong there. <laughs> same, same body of water. Um. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. The adder was like the only like slash a new character other than alice that she confronts this chapter right um under the mountain are there other courts or scary things under mountains i think about like mm-hmm. uh frodo going into the volcano mines of mordor mines of moria Mor- yeah, moria. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally scary there's a lot of caves i sure, think traditionally yeah. in a lot of um fantasy i think not you know greek mythology had the literal underworld with mm-hmm. which many heroes had to go through True. yeah you have to go under the it's, ground and i think it also is very symbolic for um the hero's journey usually because the hero's journey is kind of modeled on greek mythology there's a going into the underworld that's like the lowest part of the circle it's the darkest part of the hero's journey and a lot of times the heroes literally go underground harry potter goes underground almost every book right okay like think about it he goes to get the philosopher's stone that's under the castle he goes to get the the chamber of secrets he has to go under the whomping willow hey editing alley here marjorie means in prisoner of azkaban they go under the whomping willow not in chamber of secrets this is a very teensy harry potter mistake Sure. I mean, honestly, the fourth one doesn't have him underground, but has him in a, 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 a actual graveyard. It has so. him underwater. Yeah. Um, Which is kind of like swimming through the river sticks. Right, you know, and then, you know, they're in the deepest part of the Ministry of Magic in the fifth. So um, going underground is, I think, a very iconic part of fantasy literature adventures. Yeah, and I also think that, like, a lot of um, her mythology, Sarah's mythology, is coming from like this england irish lore and mm-hmm. then so much of that takes place in caves as well just right. like greek mythology it's like you're going into mm-hmm, these mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the caves have magic about and around right them. right and i mean to talk about the hero's journey and i well i say model on greek it's like a lot of western mythology has similar tropes which is why the hero's journey exists it's not the hero's journey was not a writing book it is the hero's journey is like, look at how so many stories fit this cycle mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because this mm-hmm. is how we tell stories. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are we ready for a quote? Yes. You go. Okay. Mine's from very early in the chapter. Okay. Feyre is thinking, and she says, I might have been going to my death, but I wouldn't arrive unarmed. Oh, I like that. I think that's so brave. All right. I have two snippets in this chapter because I feel like some of the other ones I really struggled to find a quote I loved. I really liked the chapters, but not like a particular line. Mm-hmm. I really like this one where Alice is talking and it said, Alice said so quietly that her voice was nothing more than the rustling of leaves. And I was like, ah, because she has a bark face. Mm-hmm. Love it. Bark also, I, you mentioned this. I loved, I was as good as a starving doe ripping bark off a tree in a clearing. Um, and I want to tie that back to previous weeks when i complained about how she just uses painting but no details about painting this is hunting and she uses a detail about hunting without saying the word hunting yeah without saying mm, i feel like i could be easily hunted right now yeah she says something that's like this is what a hunter would look like look for you know mm-hmm. or, and this is what a vulnerable prey looks like because she's a huntress and she knows that there sarah 
Love it. Learn a little bit about painting, please. Love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Not wow. to criticize. Wow. Not to criticize. Like, but watch Sarah like have some art in like the Louvre. Not to criticize, but to criticize. Got it. Well, if she has art in the Louvre and then she doesn't know how to, that's a writing problem, not a painting problem. Oh. Mm. There's no she's, getting a best, ar- she's a best-selling author as well. There's no getting around this one. You know what? <laughs> what? So what I said. <laughs> Chicken butt. Um, All right. Chapter 34. 34. That's mine. That's yeah, mine, that's baby. yours. Do you have a good title? My title is Deal or No Deal. Mine is Locked Up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't let me out. That's a song. All okay. right. All right. Chapter 34. Um, so, Feyre gets dragged to the throne room, thrown in front of Amarantha. And Tamlin is right there. Right there. I thought she'd have to look harder for him, too. <laughs> um, so, he's there, like, impassive. We see that Claire was, like, tortured to death on the wall. Um, Feyre says she's here to claim Tamlin. Uh, Amarantha offers her a deal. Uh, like, hey, you got to come. We'll, we'll talk about it. And then Feyre gets beaten up. Yeah, like, chapter. beat to hell, man. Beaten. Like, broken bones. It says she's crunching. Yeah. Crunching bones. Bones. All right. Another Several weeks ago, I said the chapter title was Bones, 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 and then I explained it later, and I never explained it later. Sure. Um, that's because, and this, these chapters did it a lot recently, especially in the maze later. Singing. But when she was fighting the Naga, like, and the other ones, what were the other ones with her? The Naga and the Surreal. Mm-hmm. So everything was like, every injury was about her bones. Are like singing. My bones are singing. Or Tablet, or tablet was like bone shape. Like it's still really normal. Like, okay, bone rattle. Like that makes sense. But some were just like a little too much. I was like, you, you, you got like tendons, you know, right. you got some muscles. Which is funny. Like, I think, um, I think Sarah was like a, a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I understand like something, you feel something in your bones. Like if you're jumped or landed on something, you just feel it shake up your bones. But it's right. like, not every injury feels like that. Some of it feels <laughs> like like someone punched your lungs empty. You know, there's, yeah. there's maybe Sarah yeah. just has like not enough calcium. You know what I mean? Like well, in her or, diet. I mean, she's really super skinny, so there's no layer of like fat yeah. to protect her bones. Yeah, maybe they're weak from years of being malnourished. Maybe malnourished. I feel like they, they should be shattering bones then. Yeah, well, of, they do. Instead of singing, I mean, they do shatter, but they sing a lot too. <laughs> her bones are musically inclined. <laughs> I love it. I love that. All right. Um. Yeah. Let's I, talk about it. Let's talk about. It. Okay. She gets dragged into the third room. Let's it's start a at the throne top. room, like courtyard. I feel like almost, but it's underground. Yeah. And she says that the cold marble floor is unyielding. I love mm. that because she's like pushed to her knees in front of not only Amarantha, who's like my favorite kind, well, my second favorite kind of villain. Reese mm. is my favorite kind of villain. Mm. She's my second favorite kind of villain. She's pushed to she's the ground. So I love villains that call people lovely, darling, precious. Is the (laughs) malicious, psychotic, (laughs) conniving villainess I absolutely love. I I was like, I'm reading every because some villains you're like, I hate them, and some villains you're like, they're annoying. And I'm like, she's like, oh, she's delicious. She's delicious. Oh, Feyre, that's marvelous. I love how elegant she is. (laughs) I 
Don't I'm like, I absolutely adore her. Like, I don't want her to win, but I adore. Maybe I want her to win a little bit secretly because she's just <laughs> she does everything with style. But in oh this, god, she's so she just eats up the page. In this chapter, oh. they say at one point that when she realizes that this is the human girl that um tamlin fell in love with she like tips her head back and laughs like a crow and i just imagine her being like, <laughs> like, like i love it i love her i i, love I think it. i think so what's gonna hear us laughing in here they're like yeah. what is going Whoa, on there's some bad guys downstairs <laughs> yeah no i think i think that she is written perfectly i love amarantha oh, uh, that's what i said just oh, delicious she is and i like that Feyre also says like she isn't as devastatingly beautiful as I imagined her to be she's like she's beautiful but she's she's alluring yeah I like that because I think it's like the cult of personality more yeah it's it's the yeah um Mm. yeah I don't know and the adder immediately is like look at this gross human thing I found and she's like oh this she is like so excited to have fun with her new little toy she's like a cat playing with a, like yeah. an injured uh-huh. mouse uh-huh. and she has a fucking eyeball in her ring right. at first i thought it was gonna be lucian's eye it oh, was not that would have been good. i thought and then it wasn't that yeah it's jurian's like, oh, eye Durian's which crazy we already learned about jurian but just to kind of bring it back around okay Durian's okay the side m- note yeah. doesn't jurian sound like the name like a middle Midi soccer mom who's trying to give their kids special names, give her son the name. name Jurian. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Jurian and Kalele, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think Jurian would be like, absolutely. Yeah, like a. He plays soccer. He does play soccer. <laughs> Jurian plays soccer. <laughs> He's a human. He was a mortal. Mm-hmm. He was a general in the war between the fairies and the mortals. And uh, as he we. He dated the sister. He dated Amarantha, Amarantha's sister, Clithia who falls madly in love with him and he uses her. Mm-hmm. He uses her to get his way. Jurian is a boy's name. It is German and it means earth worker, which I love because he's human. Clithia, mm. on the other hand, is of Greek origin. And Clithia was the daughter of a water nymph and a titan in like Greek mythology. Okay. So it's like pairing this like earthish name with this like mythology name. Right. So I right, like right, that. Right. Okay. So his eyes on her hand. His eyes. And, and is he cognizant? Does he remember everything? That's devastating. If he's been there for five hundred years right. on the woman he hates, mm-hmm. she's a nut. She's really into torture. Love that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but Tamlin is practically a shell. I, yeah, I think it's part shell, part protecting himself from everything so if i'm in passive and nothing she does can affect me then i'm not giving her any power over right like so he's giving her nothing now first yeah and he can't react he can't react to pharaoh being thrown in here no he can't he wants i mean if he starts reacting amarantha's just gonna do it more she she wants tamlin to love her Mm mm-hmm um, and she will do anything by which to hurt him because he won't. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Claire's body being mangled is just disgusting. When I read that line, that thing, I was just like, this is dark. Like, literally, that was my reaction. I was like, oh, 
like yeah naked on the wall like with burns on her body and right, scars like, like how long did she do that like for? crucified to death yeah yeah absolutely terrible favorite does bring up that she tried not to vomit yeah <laughs> of course mm-hmm. um what did you uh think about this three months three challenges by the full moon okay this again in my line of thought of like this is what I wanted from Fairyland. Yes. I was like, I uh, yes, I wanted some evil Knievel, evil Knievel, evil conniving, some, you know, the whole lies thing wasn't true, but it was like deals, don't make a deal because she's that's the thing, she's not giving her all the conditions, you know. It's not going to be fair. It's going to be tricky, tricks tricking, um lying, manipulating and I was like yeah, and like that, that the trials and the thing that's so like mythology, it's so fairy tale. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, there's so many you have to do this to marry these three tests, impossible, basically impossible tasks to marry the princess or to appease the gods or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was like so into it. I was like, yes, this is what I'm here for. But this is like a whole, it's a very clear turning point in the book. You can sometimes see books and it's, it's like, this is act three. Like, yeah. Act three has happened now. Yeah. Under the mountain. Act three has happened. It's very different from Beauty and the Beast. So now we're kind of off the rails from mm-hmm. that. We're on this very separate journey now where breaking the curse is not just like coming back and being in love. Right. It is literally you have to do these three challenges mm-hmm. by the full moon, which is so like ethereal and scary and creepy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One a month type deal. I just, I really love. And, Feyre tries her very best on this deal. She, she says it over and over again. She, she tries thinks to about it. She thinks. tie the loopholes. She's working on it. Um, you know, she's like, you're either going to be in your cell doing housework or doing one of these tasks. And all she got from Tamlin is his eyes got a little bit bigger. Like, because he, like, he was like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But what, what else was going to happen? She was going to get killed right then. She had no choice. Right. Well, what's her choice? Now I'm just going to go back. Mm-hmm. see ya peace like no peace way peace out but also yeah maybe there's more negotiating that could be done maybe. maybe it's like he's like think about it yeah <laughs> but the think about it is like oh we never said we weren't gonna beat you up beat right. you before the task we didn't ever say that we were gonna give you any food ad- food or we're not we weren't you were gonna go in healthy and fair like we yeah. didn't say that oh that was another part I was like oh this is dark when they were just like all right let's say started just beating her yeah, yeah. i was like the adder oh. and others are like time to beat her up yeah and i mean that's the the end of this chapter is she her bones are cracking mm-hmm. um this tournament thing obviously reminds me of like you said hero's journey like tri wizard tournament mm-hmm. the saying that there's going to be a riddle is very hobbit very yeah. sphinx there's so many times that, this that is happens. Pu- yeah this is pulling a lot from tradition and i love yeah, it very traditional fairy tale um you have a quote um yeah like i said i struggled but i like this one it kind of goes with some of the metaphors that have been running through this but what was her court but another forest another hunting ground Mm -hmm. i wrote down a murmur of laughter riddled through those around me hitting me like stones Mm. i just think that the fairies laughing at her is um She's just casual entertainment. They're like, look at her. Yes. She thinks she's do- doing something here. Which reminds me, I want to bring this quote up again in chat 
in your next chapter. Okay. Because I think there's a really great counterpoint to it. Okay. Okay. Chapter 35. 35. 35. First task, Eve. That's what you called it? Mm -hmm. I called it, um, going back to our Hobbit reference, Riddles in the Dark, which is the chapter, is the famous chapter where Gollum and and Bilbo exchange riddles. A ring? What's in my What's pocket? In my, my pocket. <laughs> it's not a riddle. It's not. That's Bilbo a... cheated. He did cheat. I think it's pretty much acknowledged. That's He's a cheater, a cheater. That's he just is a, a cheater. He did cheat. Whatever. He did was compelled to take the ring because the ring was trying to compel him. It's a whole thing. It's okay. a whole thing. Well, sometimes the good guys can be the bad guys. Whatever. Okay. It Summary it's of nuance. 35. 35. Feyre's in her cell. Lucian comes in and fixes her. She gets dragged to the throne room, and Amarantha, like a classic villain, uses Lucian against her. There's some interesting Lucian, Reese, Feyre interplay. Amarantha figures out her name and gets a riddle, and she doesn't know the answer. Mm -hmm. That's a summary. (laughs) Okay, okay, yep. So she's in her cell. She's in a dungeon. I love the description at the beginning of this chapter. Smells like mildew. Her bones are aching. She's laying on the hay. She doesn't know how much time has passed. She's like, oh, shit, look at that moon. Yeah, like, what, what? how long have I been down here? She's thinking about Claire's body. She's thinking about the task. She's thinking about Tamlin. And who else comes but our bro, Lucian. I was going to say, Lucian's a real bro. Ah. Uh. I love, Hero. I, love- I love him and I continue to love Lucian through these books. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think he is a great character love because that. he immediately comes in and he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. 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 And she's like, can't do anything about it now. Right. And he it's sets like, her nose. He's like, I'm going to heal you up, but I'm not going to heal you all the way. So it doesn't, so it still looks like you're a little bruised. So they don't know I healed you. And I'm like, ah, playing the game, playing he the is game. playing the game. But I think Amarantha absolutely knew. And that's why she made him come up to the front Mm. in a little bit um i uh in this conversation with lucian i i underlined some things that were interesting say it tell me the so he says jurian had been gifted some protection against her but once they entered single combat blah 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 blah. what protection had he been granted and from who from clithia from someone else from from tamlin who knows i mean i would have thought clithia right away honestly um but anyway, I underlined that because I was like, that's a thing. That's something. That's there. Um, I don't know. He just didn't finish. He didn't finish he everything. He didn't finish his sentence because I think he's talking about Tamlin once or Tamlin this and like is can totally cut off. Yeah. And, and then like has to vanish. I, I just think like Lucian being there, helping heal her up. But one thing he tells her that's interesting is everyone's under the mountain now. We all have to stay. All the High Lords, both for and against her, are here Are here until the end of your three months. We're all stuck. Nobody's going home. So we know that ev- everybody's most powerful people are under the mountain at present. But they might not be all be on the same side. They might not all be on the same side, which is different from when she's first dragged into the courtroom mm-hmm. and people are like, boo, hiss, we hate right. Feyre. And now you've got people who are like, let's get this fucking Amarantha bitch out of here. You know, yes. like, they really don't like her. They want her gone. Some of them. Um, so she's fed three times a day, bread and water. Um, and then some red fairies, again with the demon shit, drag her to the throne room. Mm-hmm. Scans the crowd like a hunter. Um, 
she says, again, there's something enchanting about Amarantha. And Amarantha calls over homeboy, Rasand. Mm. Rasand. Rasand. We love you. Okay. He's a great villain. He stands there. Mm. Rasand. Rasand. I've got some questions about him. Let's talk about him. Okay. So it's, it's, it's across these two chapters. And first she's like, Hmm, what's her name? Was this last chapter when he got her when she got her name, or is this just no? That's this chapter. We're about to do it. He's like, I don't know. All humans look alike to me, and I was like, he knows. And of course, then Pharaoh later in the narration was like, but he did recognize me earlier, and I was like, thanks for pointing it out. I I also figured that out <laughs> over here, and I was like, Reese, something's going on, and then something happens next chapter. Should I wait till next chapter? I'm gonna wait till next chapter okay. to build up my thoughts about uh, Reese. Reese. But uh, I what? love this part where, I mean, Feyre says in her monologue, like, but he saw me for a couple minutes at Callum Nye and then immediately recognized me in Tamlin's dining room. Mm-hmm. He knows who I am. He knows who I am. And he deceived Amarantha as well. Yeah. And he's like, oh, just all humans. Yeah, uh, but there's no one as beautiful as you, my darling Amarantha. Mm-hmm, like, he's giving mm-hmm. her everything. Everything she wants to hear. Um. I like that when Lucian gets called over, Reese kind of raises an eyebrow at Amarantha. Like, we're really going to do this to Lucian, the son of a high lord? Like, mm-hmm. we're really doing this right now? Yeah. Um, I mean, Lucian's pulled up because he's like, okay, then, like, rip into his brain and tell me who she is. I think uh, the classic villain is if you're not going to give in for yourself, you'll give in for your friend. Yeah. She's playing, she's playing games here. She's like, I'm going to get this one way or the other. Either the fair is going to break. Or Tamlin's going to break, or Lucian's going to break, or Reese is going to get me the answer. Right. So there's a, it's a win, 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 win scenario for Amarantha. What's this name thing? I love it. It's very Rumpelstiltskins. It's very, like, I own you if I know your name. I feel like that's something from fairy lore. Like, don't, tell, don't tell people your true name. I feel like that's in a lot of magic stuff. Like, don't tell them your true name because it gives them power over you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, and, it, I think it is. And if there's not literal power in this, there's sort of social power over yeah. someone like if you refuse to give them your name and then they have your name you're like not backing down from something yeah. for sure mm-hmm. i i love again that lucian is really stepping up to the challenge like she asks lucian he looks at tamlin looks back at amarantha and clenches his jaw mm-hmm. he's had his eye ripped out by this woman and he's like no I'm not gonna tell you we did get a glance of some of lucian's brothers yeah, four of the brothers. And it says that some looked like warriors and some looked like uh, courtiers. And some looked like every gin- inch of him a court-trained court bastard. bastard. <laughs> this one, the oldest brother, lean, well-dressed. I wrote that down, too. Every inch a court-trained bastard. We're going to get more on that oldest brother as the stories go on. But, yeah, I really like this, that they're up front smiling. Like, they want Lucian to well, get Well, yeah, hurt. they're just like an like, evil little family. Them. I hate that. Autumn Court, stop it. Rude. Mm-hmm. You're ruining pumpkin spice for everyone. <laughs> this is not nice. Um, yeah, I absolutely, absolutely love this. And I love that Reese does the whole thing, his hands in his pockets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely just nothing. So nonchalant. That suit. I said Amarantha's my second favorite type of villain. Reese is my favorite type of villain. Absolutely nonchalant nonplussed by everything he just doesn't give a fuck nothing is ruffling you you know everyone you're willing to do everything and you don't care 
Mm. I love that. I love it. Do you love it? I'm holding back on my thoughts on these <laughs> until next chapter. Okay. We'll hold till next chapter. Okay. So then we get the riddle. The riddle. Oh, I have. Shall I read it? Read it. Queen. <clears throat> let's, let's go back and forth per okay. Uh, stanza. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. There are those who seek me a lifetime, but never we meet. And those I kiss, but who trample me beneath ungrateful feet. At times I seem to favor the clever and the fair, but I bless all those who are brave enough to dare. By large, my ministrations are soft-handed and sweet, but scorned, I become a difficult beast to defeat. For For though each of my strikes lands a powerful blow, when I kill, I do it slow. I think I know the answer. Okay. What do you or at least I have a solid guess. I'm like. Do you want to guess or do you want to save it to see if you were right? No, I want to, I want to say it now to see if I was right. Okay. My current guess after reading it over is it's almost obvious, but I think it's love. Come because, on, Dumbledore. Okay, but listen. Okay. But listen, okay. I'm going to go through this riddle. There are those who seek me a lifetime, love, but we never meet. And those I kiss, but who trample me beneath ungrateful feet. So people who are seeking love and people who are granted it, but then take it for granted. Um, at times, I seem to favor the clever and the fair, like people who are smart, people who are beautiful. It seems to favor them. But I bless all those who are brave enough to dare. You know, Anybody. go forward. They're going to the take. Normies. They're going to take the. They're going to take some action. They're going to go for it. Shoot their shot. By large, my my menstruations are soft-handed and sweet. Love, soft-handed and sweet, blah, blah, blah. But scorned, I become difficult to feed. You know, never, you know, a woman scorned, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those three I was pretty solid on. The last stanza makes me a little unsure. But but for for though each of my strikes lands a powerful blow, when I kill, I do it slow. Now, I think in Amaranthus' head. She would kill somebody <laughs> slow over love. So, um, okay. So. I don't know if it's that, but honestly, I read it and I read it and I read it. And also, I was a little annoyed with Feyre being like, "Is it a poison? Is it a disease?" I'm like, "No, it's air. It's nothing. Nothing. You, you, if you eat nothing, you'll die." Yeah. So, okay. So here's my question: If you are Feyre and you think it's love, I'm, no, I'm not there, guessing it yet. You're not guessing yet. I'm not a hundred percent on that. Yeah. Okay. Because if you guess it everybody's free immediately if you guess wrong you're dead and the curse stands see i'm not i'm not at that point yet i'm like i 80 percent think it's love so if you're standing in the trenches and the mitten guard worm is coming at you would you scream love oh yeah well i'm not a hunter so yeah <laughs> love it's love i love you <laughs> yep okay Okay. I'm just going to leave it vague. Don't say that's the answer to the riddle. Just yell it out and then see what happens. (laughs) See if they're like, damn it. And otherwise they're like, what was that? I'm like, love? Oh, no. I don't know. I I was just saying love. I love you. Um, Yeah. So she gives her this riddle. I care. (laughs) I care. I care. I care. (laughs) What a great movie. Okay. No one knows what we're referencing. If you know, let us know in the comments. Yeah, absolutely. Please. Um, So they. She goes back to her cell. She's thinking about the riddle. She's thinking about the word immediately for the riddle, but not for the challenges. And then the full moon comes, and that's the end of the chapter. All right. Um, let's see. Things that I thought of were only that the two red fairies reminded me of demons, which I think that's super creepy. Um, 
And Lucian's brothers. I love the idea that he has this big family mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. boys and they're so competitive. And they're the Weasleys. Yeah. They're all redheaded mm-hmm, autumn mm-hmm. boys. Love that. All right. You got a quote? I didn't for this except for Lucian's brother. Yeah. A, that was a good inch. one. His brother. Yeah. Every inch a court trained bastard. I just wrote down something I love about Reese's nonchalant list. Chalant. Nonchalance. Nonchalance. Nonchalantness. No. Nonchalance. Nonchalantness. Okay. He brushed some invisible speck of dust off of his black tunic. Mm. He loves to do that. Every time we see Reese, he's like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? Maybe mm-hmm. he has really like 2020 fairy eyesight. His purple eyes are really helping us out. His Elizabeth mm-hmm. Taylor violet eyes are mm-hmm. really great. All right. Chapter 36. Chapter 36. What's your chapter title? Gold medal in monster-filled mazes. Wait, wait, wait. Repeat that. Gold medal. Like, she's getting a gold medal. Oh, oh, okay. The goal. monster-filled mazes. I wrote, a bone sword is better than a table knife. <laughs> it really... <laughs> thank you for that. You really... <laughs> She really did something with a weapon. For she once. leveled up from table knife. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> Finally. Finally. She did not right. go in unarmed. So I do have a summary and it's very succinct. Good. Um Feyre is dropped in a mud labyrinth and has to fight a worm. Yeah. That's my summary. Literally. This is everything. This is Coliseum. This is Hunger Games. This is Maze Runner. This, this is, is the, the Labyrinth. The Minotaur. The yeah. Minotaur. This is the Olympic Games of like this, this is the Triwizard Tournament. Yeah. Yes. It is exactly what you want in a hero's journey. You got a maze. You got to have a God, maze. You have to. Oh. It is. And not to mention. A maze with a maze, monster. A monster. And it's got a worm type monster, which is like, remember when Luke Skywalker is like under the bar and the, I know it's not a worm, but like he's fighting with his oh, yeah. lightsaber. That is what I want. Hi. Editing Alley here. I failed to mention the worm creatures from Dune, which is a very important wormish monster from this scene. And I get it. I yeah. get it. It's great. I it's, love it. It's, it's perfect. It's everything. Yeah. I mean, slippery, decaying gross, mud, disgusting bones, poop mud, bones. bones everywhere. Like Goonies, when you turn a, light, a lighter on in, in a dark cave and there's bones everywhere mm-hmm. and skulls and you're like Rah! it's like indiana jones when he's like why is it gotta be rats yeah it or snakes i guess it is his dad hates rats it's perfect a perfect chapter okay let's talk about favorite things all the high lords are there watching mm-hmm. and reese has a corona of darkness around okay him. a corona of darkness okay okay so this is where talk to me all the reese stuff so we find out that Reese told Amarantha that she was a hunter, so or a huntress, so she gets to hunt. And at first, I was like, Reese, that bitch, because you know, in Favor's head, she was like, "I'm going to keep everything a secret about myself, so they can't use anything." But then I was like, "Wait a second, wait a second. This plays to her advantage because she's a huntress." So with Reese saying, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't know Claire wasn't Pharaoh. All humans look alike to me." And him being like, I'm just going to take my time going into Lucian's brain or whatever. I'm going to speck some dust off. And then him being like, oh, I'm going to tell Amaranth that she's a huntress that was in her brain. Because then Amaranth is going to be like, oh, I want some like poetic injustice going on right here. I was like, Reese, 
Are you on our side? Secretly, your face it tells all. No, I don't <laughs> think he's. I don't think he's on. Or at least is he against Amarantha? He's we know not he on Amarantha. Tamlin. We know he's Night Court, which is not not good. We know that historically his court was not great with humans. But neither was Tamlin's father's court. True. Neither was Spring Court. But also, maybe he just hates Amarantha and is playing the game. I mean, it's true. He has his own motivation. He yeah. has his he has own agenda for himself. mission. And right now, that is helping out Feyre in a series of subtle ways that can't really be tracked back to him. He's trying to play some 4D chess here. He is. He is. He's trying to out 4D chess Amarantha. Everyone else here is playing checkers, and he is like, let's go. Right. He's like King's Gambit, baby. Yeah. I love it. So... I think I think you're right. I love I love his behavior in this chapter. You start to see him as an actual character mm-hmm. and his personality as opposed to, you know, anything. I, I love that this chapter wastes no time. Feyre gets out there. She says, Amarantha puts her hand on Tamlin's knee, which she describes as vulgar, which I love. Mm-hmm. And then they just push her right into the pit. Into mud. And there's a big-ass worm. I... Mm. it's just it's good it's a good iconic type of thing where you have to think outside the box you have to use your own skills like they put her in there they didn't even it's not even like get out of the maze it was just like fight this thing right absolutely and i did learn that um legends in northeast England have a lot of giant worms that terrorized local areas that had to be slain by heroes. Tremors. Yeah, well, <laughs> thanks. With what? Slayed by Kevin Bacon. I was going to say Kevin Costner, but I knew that was wrong because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Allie, was it Bill Paxton? <laughs> it might be Bill Paxton. I mean, that's, a, that's a Her Story on the Rocks crossover, folks. Crossover reference. I we'll cannot... watch all 400 episodes of that. I can't remember <laughs> any white male actors in my head of a certain age. Listen, they don't deserve it. It's no, <laughs> crazy. Um, okay, so she's in there. She's running around. She's, like, figuring it out as she goes. She's running through the mud. Right. Well, first, first, like, she's, like, the worm is right on me. Right. And then she... she gets suction cupped in a little wool. A little edge. <laughs> like that. And, and the worm goes past. And she's like, oh, the worm is blind, baby. Man. The worm is blind. And as a hunter, now she knows what to do. Which is cover yourself in poop mud. Yeah. And so it can't smell you. Yeah. And I, then build. Hey, look, there's a convenient ditch here with some dead people bones. Let's make them a ladder and make them a trap. Right. And she does all the things yeah. that she's supposed to do. And I love a couple people in this chapter. Um, obviously, Amarantha, when Feyre's in the cave, she's like, Feyre, you're ruining our fun. Come right. on and play. I right. love that. I love that the worm is coming up from a side that she doesn't see and Lucian calls out to your left. That is pretty much offering his life up. Yeah. Sacrifice. He is like, I get one chance. I have one thing I can say. And then, yeah, yeah he's going to get pulled from the room, which is absolutely absolutely crazy i love that the fairies that are picking on her are like what she did what's it doing what's it doing and reese is so enamored he's like pharaoh's making herself invisible it's like he's talking to the little raptors where he's like clever girl right <laughs> like, he's like he's like the commentator like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yes yeah. I, right. I i just thought of something can 
Has Tamlin spoken in any of these chapters? Mm-mm. Mm, okay. Tamlin has not spoken. Okay. Tamlin has not said anything. Tamlin is being a lump on a log. I think maybe he's not allowed. He can't say anything. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe he's just a dickbag weakling. Maybe he's under a curse. Yeah, maybe he's under a spell <laughs> or something. Like, he can't talk. Like, he can't talk. He can't help her. He can't give her any, like, emotions or whatever. Um, so, yeah, maybe he's fighting this curse that, like, Amarantha is, like, making him love him, her. Yeah, or just, like, like, not it's like you're not saying the things I want you to say, so shut up and sit down yeah. and look pretty. I Yeah, exactly. I just. Yeah, I don't think he's, he still cares it. about her. Yeah. It's obviously he still cares about her. It's not like he's completely bewitched and he doesn't mm-hmm. care anymore. It's like he has greatly limited on what he can do. But yeah. I, uh, I was just thinking, I was like, wait, did he actually talk or has he not talked at all? Yeah. And then I want to bring this up because I said I wanted to bring this up in this chapter. When she was talking about the fairies in chapter 34 or and she said their whispers or their laughs were like stones thrown mm-hmm. at me. When she starts to build the trap and get away from the worm, it says the roar of the fairies became different than before. Mm, I don't that think I caught that. Is the people cheering for you on your side? At first, it was just like, "Woo, we're here!" And now it's like, "She's gonna do it." That's, There's people like, "Oh yeah, oh my god!" That's thirty-three percent of us being free from this curse. They're like excited, mm-hmm. which I think that's important to remember that not. Some people want her to win. Yeah. Like you said earlier, it's really important to remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Feyre wins. She right. all but growls at Amarantha and throws a bone at her, splashing mud on her. Oh, yeah. On she the, was like, fancy she dress. tries to, she tries to, uh, who, who's not president? Snow? who's the other president? And. Oh, and, and... oh, my gosh. The woman president. Hi. Editing Alley here. The female president of District 13 in the Hunger Games series is President Coin, Alma Coin, played by Julianne Moore. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking Julianne about. Julianne Moore. Yes. He tries to, President Julianne Moore. <laughs> she tries to do that. I feel like she wants to just try to splash her with mud. She's like, let me just take a chance and see if I can javelin this bitch real fast. <laughs> and it doesn't work, but no, like, gotta shoot your shot. She was too weak. She was too weak at she that point. She was too weak. I don't think she was a javelin thrower. She no. Yeah. Maybe she... Um, but I mean, we find out that uh, of the High Lords, uh, several or of the people who bets, several of them bet one minute she'd last a minute. Several bet five minutes, and one person bet that she would win. Mm. And then uh, we find out that her arm is impaled, and she could barely walk back. So when she jumped into the pit and rolled over, mm-hmm. she impaled her arm as well. Right, which that's very dangerous. She impaled it or she got an impacted a fracture that breaks through the skin i thought it was that one of the two either her bone is completely broken or one of the worm bones is through her arm but you're right it sounds like her bone is fractured yeah and through the skin yeah i thought it was I, that's what i understood it to be like you hurt your arm so bad that when you when the when the bone actually breaks through breaks through the skin yeah, yeah. she is not doing well at all um do you have any more things you want to say about this part um, I mean, it was just like action packed. Um, like I said, these four chapters, I was like, "This is the little evil fairyland I was looking for." This is what people are scared of. This is why people are scared. Like of she lived up. Amarantha has lived up to expectations. Yeah, she's great. She's fun. Um, awesome. Okay, let's do a quote. So I have one as a runner that stuck out to me. When Feyre is running through the maze, she says, I reached a straight of the trench and I threw my strength into my legs. 
And I know that feeling when you get to a flat, straight part of a race and you just take the fuck off. Mm. I just mm. know how that feels. And I think that she felt like that after doing all these little turns and things. I'm going to pick something. Um, I'm going to pick this just because it stood out to me like the desperation. I ripped away mud, wriggling, kicking and pushing, sobbing through my gritted teeth. Not like this. Mm. <sighs> I like that part, too, because that's what she said in her brain during the Naga attack. Not like this. Not like this. How do you want to go, Farah? Peacefully in your sleep? Stop walking not, into mountains. Not until she's done protecting <laughs> the people she needs to protect. And I guess unfortunately, so. Okay, so never. let's talk a little bit about literary stuff. Um, All right. We kind of talked about a lot of it already, but I just want to bring them back up. The riddle, the three months, the maze, the random help from the side characters like Lucian, like Reese. Lunar calendar. The lunar calendar. I think this is expertly done yeah it's all in here yeah this is a good this is good literary elements it's really ramping up to like Mm -hmm. this is going to be good Mm -hmm. um so some predictions for you predictions okay um well like i said i i kind of thought resand is secretly helping Mm pharah succeed for what purpose who knows but he is helping her I, I already said I think the answer to the riddle is love at this point in time. I, I've read it a couple times, and that's the thing I've come up with. Um, I think the other trials will continue to be radically unfair mm-hmm. in her, in Farrah's disfavor. Mm-hmm. Those are my predictions. Okay. So, of what nature do you think the other tasks will be? I, you know, I hadn't thought deeply about it. But I'm thinking it's possible that Amarantha's like, all right, we're not going to do this, like, brute strength thing now. Maybe it's, oh, she gets to go to a masquerade ball of some sort and have to figure out, find people, things. Or if there's some sort of, I don't know. I love the idea of, like, a month-long, like, it's a month-long trial. And it's like, you have to find the person that has this thing. And it's like, mm. oh, shit, now I have to be, like, sociable? Right. I have to go to be society graces? Like, I think Aerith is going to go in a different direction than, like, mud trenches. It's going to be, like, I think there's going to be something that has to do with pe- people, like, people skills. And I think there's maybe some other kind of impossible path. That's not very good answers. No, but I do like that, that you're saying she's moving away from brute strength. I think that's a good prediction. Yeah. Yeah, solid prediction. Okay. Why, you already addressed this, why Tamlin's being a wet blanket. You think he is cursed to be quiet. Yeah, he is spelled (laughs) to be quiet, cursed to be quiet. You know, when he, when the first scene when Vera came in, he was impassive. I was like, I think he's like, I'm not going to react because I don't want to clue Amarantha in. Mm -hmm. But I think there's maybe a little bit more going on. Sure. Him down. And finally, who do you think bet she would win? And just- Only one person. Okay. So I'm thinking there's some people who might like have refused to bet. Like Lucian would have been like, I'm not betting. This is like, like out of protest. Like mm-hmm. I don't think Tamlin would have been allowed oh. to bet. Um, my initial thing probably when I read the chapter, I would have been like, oh, Lucian. But now I think it was Reese. Okay. I you think it was Reese. And I think Lucian was like, no, I refuse. Like, he wouldn't bet on it. Like, X out. X out. Like, I, 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 he won't bet. I think then. I think Reese bet on her. Okay. So, let's do some ratings. Okay. I am giving five of Feyre's names to Lucian. Again, Lucian is the king. Mm-hmm, He's mm-hmm. doing so well at being a friend and a friend to Tamlin and to Feyre. All right. I just have one rating, mm-hmm. and it's for one set of deluxe creepy jewelry 
to Amarantha for being a great diabolical sadistic villain. That is good. I uh, I gave one of Jurian's eyes to Feyre for never <laughs> having a fucking plan. <laughs> like, I'm so oh, mad at her. No I'm plan. So no plan. No plan, Feyre. Okay, so next week we are reading mm-hmm. chapters 37, 38, 39, and 40. So I had a question. With how many chapters are left, I feel like it's going to be 4, 4, and 2. Did you want to do it like that, or do we want to redistribute? 3, 3, and 3? Is that how you do things? I don't know how math works. <laughs> four, four, and two. If we take one off of each. Uh, yeah, we could. Or do we want to make more or less? I think less is probably better because it's the end. Yeah, we'll just do it three. We'll do three chapters, three chapters, three chapters. Right? Because we have 40, 46 is the last chapter. Okay. I think I counted this earlier. This so is the there's bonus. 10 chapters left. So let's do three, three, and then four the last week. Okay. Because otherwise it would be. Would it be four, four, three? Is that fine? Let's do four, three, four, three. It's three, three, four. Okay. So there's ten three, chapters three. left. Three and three. And then six, four. And then four. <laughs> three, three, four. Okay. So that next. sounds right. <laughs> Bonus next. chapter. Allie and Marjorie do math. <laughs> okay. So next week we're reading three chapters due to the number of chapters left in the book. So we're doing 37, 38, and 39. So be prepared with those chapters, and we will see you next week. Next week. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. You've been listening to a pod of Mass and Methods. We're a sister podcast to Her Story on the Rocks, independently produced by 1986 Entertainment and proudly recorded in Baltimore, Maryland. Join us in the Massiverse by reading along each week. All of our contacts and socials are available on herstoryontherocks.com. See you next week.